0: Episode 36 of the Bowery Capital Startup Sales Podcast. the show, I'm on today with my friend Zach Rosen, he's the founder and CEO of Pantheon. Welcome to the show, Zach, how are you doing?
1: Doing great, Mike, thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, so tell us a little bit more about Pantheon, kind of the history of the business, uh, maybe a little bit uh, about your motivations for starting a company. A lot of listeners probably know who you guys are, but maybe just give everybody a background.
1: Yeah, certainly. So Pantheon is a website management platform for Drupal and WordPress. So we replace hosting and DIY DevOps and developer tools with a software platform. So if you're if you're a startup, to, uh, give some context to it. Uh, you probably have a website uh, developer or designer either on staff or at an agency, uh, and they typically need a lot of support. So you need to have like development environments and caching systems set up, and you want to do load testing in your site and all this kind of infrastructure. Work and either your engineering team is going to have to do it, or your website developer would have to do it. Uh, and the, the pitch for Pantheon, we, we just you know replaced that uh, with a with a software service so that your your website designers and developers can just uh, spend all their time on the creative side of the of the, of the project, which is the, where the value is for for a company that works with them. And we cool. we you know for the the background is we got into this as uh, as consultant actually, so we were Uh, My co-founders and I, the the owners of a couple consulting companies, one here in San Francisco and David uh, founded one in Texas. And and both the agencies specialized in website DevOps. So we were the specialists who, uh, you know, we we work mostly on enterprise uh, and a lot of media deployments where you, like the economist who has quite a lot of traffic and they have dozens of servers and, you know, uh, failover and clusters and uh, a whole set of, uh, uh, caching systems to make sure the the website performs very very well, uh, but the real trick is you have uh, uh, at these, these larger scale deployments you don't have a couple of developers in some cases they have they have dozens of developers who need to work in parallel and then safely right, de- right. you know deploy and you ch- you change in, into the website that's very high highly trafficked and that is a you know that is a classic DevOps challenge, and right, so right, right. Uh, yeah so so we were we were the agency that the those types of um, companies would hire to help figure out how to do that safely with content manager systems. And we essentially developed an expertise doing that uh, and basically ended up building the same stack of software ten times or a dozen times. And in some cases, the the, the clients would spend upwards of a million dollars in a year just on that infrastructure, which oh, wow. was pretty, pretty good consulting and got really, really boring <laughs> using the same thing. Over and over and over again. So, and, and the light bulb that eventually went off, you know, this really should just be software, uh, and and that that set us on the course to start the, the company. And we, we started it originally incubated inside the consulting agency. Eventually, we raised venture financing and uh, have been on the market uh, for a few years now. And uh, uh, yeah, it's very it's rewarding and fun because we, uh, you know, not just. You know, enterprise organizations that have a million dollars to invest in infrastructure to get access to the the tool set we're building. We I mean, what we've built now is far beyond the dreams we we could have built as consultants, but it's it's you know we can make it available to, you know, hundreds of thousands of website developers around the world and that's uh, been great.
0: Cool. And you guys so you guys started I think in two thousand ten, where you know, in, in twenty fifteen, sort of where are you guys today?
1: Yeah, so we uh Run 100 over 100,000 websites. Uh, we have at this point uh, close to 1,700 uh, agencies uh, using uh, the, the platform uh, regularly, and we're 85 people in, in downtown San Francisco. And the the, the long-term goal is, is, and this is a little a little crazy, it, uh, but we it, you know we're, we're trying to build something really foundational to how the web works. The long-term goal is to run something like 30% of the web. And we, we, we track that and uh and you know we at this point we run about point 0.1% of the web. So we're on the map. We have a long way to go.
0: Cool. That's a great background. Um so we're gonna talk today about building a successful partner program. Um and I think it's super fitting given your your background and your story and then the the, the foundational elements of Pantheon and then obviously the future of of where you guys want to go. Um, We'll dive obviously into the details as we go through the topic, but from a kind of level setting standpoint or definition standpoint, like how do you think about uh, what an agency or a partner looks like? A lot of younger SaaS founders would love to to understand specifically what you're talking about, I guess, before we dive in.
1: Absolutely. So, for us, our partners uh, are digital agencies and by this I mean website design for development firms so so many of your your portfolio, portfolio companies have of, of already probably have um, you know maybe hired an agency at some point and they can be small like a couple people are uh, sole proprietorship um, or some of them are you know a couple dozen website developers and designers at creatives. uh and and these are folks who who you know this is what they do all day long is the creative side of of digital marketing, and you know, it, it can be a blend of of uh, offerings for them. Some of them are SEO specialists, uh, some of them are design specialists, but all of them build websites.
0: Cool, yeah, that's that's super helpful to understand um, and give some context. So maybe maybe now, if we can kind of like dive into the topic. So how did yeah. how did Pan- Pantheon think about setting up their partner program? What were maybe just kind of you know. Start us from 2010 when when you guys were thinking about this. What are some of the things that you've seen work? Um, how should a how should a SaaS founder really think about kickstarting a partner program?
1: Yeah, I think that's it, it's a good question, and uh, and for us, and we you know we, at this point we've talked to a number of other companies that have gone down this, this path, and the the one thing that's in, seems to be a commonality uh, between between us and other folks who've invested a lot in a partner program. Is we all just kind of fell into it, it you know, kind of came organically out of uh, the customer base that we had. You know, we had, uh, uh, you know, just just the way our product is used. At this point, just for, for some context, so partners contribute more than half of our of our revenue. So they're they're a big oh, part wow. of how we're building right. the business. Yeah. So it's, it's a big part of how we're building the business. And we we noticed early on. Uh, you know, we, we don't sell our software to to the agencies. We actually don't charge them anything to use the software. We have a, we have a free offering for them, uh, and our customers end up being their clients. So in some cases, you know, they, they uh, the agencies do buy Campion and then resell it to their end customers. But that's a minority case. You know, typically they they put us in touch or, or or have a their their clients go pay for the product when they're ready to launch the site. And it, it just so happens in our market that these agencies do a lot of the work to build websites. You know, A lot of companies who have websites uh, and have great websites, they don't necessarily have a large internal team to develop and design these, these sites. They're going to create a professional outside their company at these consulting agencies, uh, and, they, and they end up doing a lot of the work. And so what we saw very early on with, with the product that we built, which is geared towards, you know, uh, originally, really, we didn't really, uh, make any difference at all between how it was used between a, an agency building a site on behalf of a client or a client directly developing on, on, on the product. It's the same, same experience. And we did, you know, for, for, uh, years, three or four years, uh, we didn't have any dedicated partner, uh, effort, uh, or go-to-market investment. Uh, but, but what, what ended up happening is that agencies ended up using the product a lot, because uh, they do a lot of the work. Uh, and at some point we got to this kind of, uh, critical mass where, uh, you know, we, we saw really strong revenue, uh, contribution, uh, and a lot of use and, uh, you know, started making a call that it, it, it would, uh, make sense for us to, you know, overtly start investing in, in, uh, the partner channel. And I think it's a big decision, especially for a early stage company because your, your biggest risk is diverting your, uh, your focus. That's the number one thing you challenge with is you, is you only have you've limited resources, you limited time, which is the killer, uh, to to uh, create something that's going to work. And if you invest and in, you try to invest in too many things at one time in parallel with limited resources, you often you can just grind everything to a, to a halt, or or you know kind of do a bad job at two things rather than doing a good job at one thing. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's really the, the challenge uh, in front of companies who are, who are looking to kind of see the opportunity to build a partner businesses, how to make that judgment.
0: So would you, it's sort of, as I hear you talk through it, you would almost recommend um, ensuring you kind of, kind of don't necessarily think about it from a, and now I'm going to set up my partner program. It's sort of, if it starts to take shape organically, mm-hmm. then see how it progresses and potentially yeah. invest in it.
1: Yeah. Everyone I know who has a really successful partner program, it kind of happened by accident, and, and you know, and I'm, I'm sure there's an exception to that, uh, uh, um, you know, but that it, I think partner programs get created, what I've seen at, at one or in a couple different stages in a company's life. So in one case, it starts just out of the natural use of the product. And I think, you know, campaign monitors, I know of is a pretty good example of that. I think we're a decent example of that. You know, it just so happens that the users of the product are, you know, by, by volume, you know, more than half of them are, are, from the day we started the company just happen to be uh, agencies. And in our, in our market, the, you know, the, the folks being hired to do work uh, to build these sites, even though they're not saying the customer, are, are, uh, a lot of them work at agencies. Uh, and so, uh, you know, they show up in the support queue. They show up as the folks who, you know, we meet at conferences and give product feedback. And they just, are a big part of, um, uh, our user base. Uh, and, and that, that was the signal for us that this could be a huge part of how we build the business. The other case I've seen is, uh, you know, companies that are kind of late, and I think HubSpot might be a good pretty good example of this, uh, is kind of later in their life cycle they see they they invest, um, they don't even invest. They just start to get partner deals in their pipeline. Uh, and they start investing in it and realize that it's a higher return opportunity for them. Like the dollar they can invest in a partner program can have as much leverage or more leverage than, than going direct to, to the point where it makes sense for them to set up a dedicated effort and kind of put focused attention on it. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, you know, and, and when companies get to a certain amount of scale, like, you know, sales, you know certainly Salesforce or Exact Target, or, you know, even, even the tens of millions of dollars of, of revenue, it's, you know, I, I think the majority probably have some, uh, I would guess, have some amount of kind of channel contribution, either, even if it's a minority. So then think there's two stages. Either, like, you're looking to spend a dollar uh, and get a high re- return from it, and you have a lot of evidence to think that that's going to come a your partner program, or early on you start to see that, the natural user products um, are these these agencies, and uh, it becomes more of an output of, of, uh, of, of how the product is adopted in the marketplace.
0: Got it, got it. Um, just maybe last question on the kind of thinking through this setup. When you started to see the progress of partners using the the Pantheon product, you, you definitely said like you didn't change specifically what your product was for a number of years, but was there anything that you kind of, was there like a partner program document or a guide? Like, do you kind of recommend, hey, if you start getting a fair amount of customers here, create some literature and FAQ and pricing and things like that for this specific channel?
1: Yeah, it's a very good question. So it's our case that the thing we had to answer early on is our, uh, you know, why would a agency, uh, want to partner with us? What's gonna, what's actually gonna motivate them to do that in a way that's gonna help, you know, them build their business and us build our business? Uh, and I, and I think that there's different reasons, um, agencies end up partnering, uh, or channel partners end up partnering with, uh, software companies. Uh, but for us, what we learned is it's, it's not about the, uh, revenue share. I mean, we, we do, we have partner agreements where we, we share revenue. It's really not about that. It's really not about a joint go to market for, for us. What actually motivates our partners is the software. Like the, the way it actually works in our market, uh, and, and, and a lot of our market is also that, you know, our users are website developers. You know, for for them, uh, if you think about like a, a typical website developer, you know, there's someone who's already always pressed for time. Uh, you know, they always have a, a, a client with a deadline in front of them. Uh, they are technologists, so the the software has to work well. <laughs> the product doesn't work. Yeah. Well. You know, you, you have like five, five minutes, and you're going to get kicked out the door. Right, um, right. And you also you also have to have they also have to trust you. Like they actually have to have a good relationship with the the software provider, so that if they get stuck, they know that they're they're um if they're under deadline and they get stuck and they can't figure it out. Uh, they're not going to use that tool again, you know, they they can't afford to. And so, what's critical for us to get right is is to find that developer at that moment in time at that agency and make them successful. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the product. You know, it has to, if the product has to be intuitive, it has to be dependable, it has to be you know reliable and and make sense in their workflow. A lot of that actually has to do with support and documentation and training. It has to do with you know if they're not using Pantheon, these developers are doing this stuff on their own, which actually costs them a lot of time. Like they they're not using Pantheon, they're setting up servers and setting up dev environments and kind of their CTO is managing all the software internally for the agency, which can cost them, you know, if they have 10 engineers, 100 grand a year of, of investment. And, uh, you know, it's just, which is real, but the reason they do that is they need, they need that software to work for their clients. And they, you know, if they built it, they can make it work and they trust it. So, uh, you know, even though on face our software is, is is uh can save them a kind of headache and uh, uh make them more productive uh they haven't they didn't build it themselves and to make that leap onto our, our, our platform requires a, a lot of trust like they really need to make sure the thing will, will work and that they can they can work with us and that's the critical that hump is the critical thing we have we, had to get the one thing we've had to get right in the partner program is to get agencies over that hump uh sure, and we're, sure. we're still you know we're still learning how to do it. But that, that is the that's the software and the support. It's not it's not the business relationship, it's not the sales relationship, it's not the kind of VAR program. Uh it's it's the product itself. And that that can you know, I think partner programs are built in different ways. You know, there's there's partner programs where um it is much more about the joint good and market, but that that isn't how we actually we've uh, it isn't actually the value of a of, uh, of partner with us.
0: Got it, got it. Um Okay, so that kind of sets the stage of you know how to think about it from sort of you know initial setup or or seedling maybe just to to transition a little bit like going from kind of um you know zero to one or one to to many like what did you at what point did you guys invest in hey let's take kind of a outbound approach to this and start contacting agencies and telling them about us. Let's maybe hire in someone. I don't know if you have any kind of just comments of when the tipping point is and then what you guys did to really effectively keep this channel, you know, as a, as a large part of your business or or a growing part of your business early on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I can speak to this because we just went through this this, uh, the past six months. We, we, we made a, um, and we had a lot of these conversations internally, and are making big bets on a, on a partner program out, out of those conversations. You know, so fundamentally, there's there are really powerful aspects of channel go-to-market. So, so the most powerful one that 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 we've seen is we can, we have agencies who, um, you know, partners of ours who have sent us hundreds of clients every quarter or every month. They're sending us dozens of new of new clients, and there's this effect where you know you can get one. Uh, partner on board and over time, assuming the relationship is not going to work very well for them, they, they can bring, you know, new uh uh as they uh work with the customers themselves, uh exponential new you know, new revenue um uh, to, to the business because uh you know if you get linear adoption of agencies and, and each one of them is uh creating new customers uh successfully uh forever uh, even linear adoption of agencies yields exponential customer revenue growth, and that's that's a really you know that's a, a multiplying and like really leveraged way to to, to grow a, a business, and it's very powerful. Now the downside, of, of, I think that the hard part of partner programs is. Uh, uh, you have to be it's to diffuse your investments and in, in your go to market. Like every every conversation you have about how you're gonna support a partner and work with a partner and sell with a partner is a conversation you're not having about your end customer necessarily or about your you know, your your direct position in the marketplace. Uh and, uh, and they can get really complicated. Their requirements can take you way afield from the the mainline product, uh, that you want to build for your, for your end customers. There can be billing challenges, or if you're being resold in the marketplace, that, that, if, you know, you don't get action to the customer. That can be really incredibly challenging. So these roadblocks in the way. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, what we, and that's, a, that's not, there's no like simple answer there. I think it was calculus for us that the benefit that we've seen from getting making agencies successful and that the overlap between their needs and our customers' needs were really good. So we weren't worried about getting distracted on the product. Uh, and, you know, as, as I said originally, the, the real pull cool is that these folks do so much of the work in our marketplace. So they're just, just a part of the product market vision that we have. All those three things were in alignment, and that, that gave us a lot of uh, Confidence to make these big bets and investments in, in, the, in the partner program, and, and, to, and to make a big part of how we're, how we're you know, planning to and, and we do at this time scale the business.
0: Got it. And do you got just maybe um, uh, you know whatever information you can give the audience? Do you, you, have a, you obviously have a team now that just focuses on your partner program, right? I'm sure there's someone who yeah. leads that effort, or what, what, is the, what does that org sort of look like, and what would you recommend? You know, a, a company to to think about.
1: Yeah, so so we are, the way our partner program is structured, uh, you know, we we we've, we've, as as every startup company does try to borrow the best models and ideas from other companies. And the company, one company we look up to a lot, he's done this very successfully at at uh, scale, is HubSpot. Uh, and you know they publicly say something like forty percent of their of their revenue growth comes from come from uh agencies, which is uh' just awesome yeah, uh, and one thing that we have in common with them is that we we are building a partner program that 's um, uh it 's really built around scale and uses of the product it 's not a traditional kind of sales bar business development kind of partner program it 's not really about the joint go to market what what it 's more about is is uh how we you know again get agencies to use a product, get them to be successful and support support them uh and do that and build a program that can execute that at scale. So uh uh we uh you know and the investment the guidance that we, we follow for investing in the partner program relative to our direct market at this point is kind of relative to the dollar contribution. So if you have a plan to build a, a sales or marketing team you, you know with uh which we look at all the time and we kind of align that with uh, how much of that investment goes into the, the partner effort, with how much revenue we expect it to generate from that uh, that, that investment, and uh, and that's you know, roughly how, how large the, the partner team. So they're they're about the same, you know, you about as much resources in uh, the uh, a little actually more in, in terms of, of people uh, on the on the partner side of our business uh, than the direct side of our business on the, on the enterprise side. Do you ha it
0: and is there there's obviously someone that runs the program, right? Like that um, Yeah. Or, or Yeah, we have okay.
1: a director of alliances, uh Jeff who runs the program. Uh he works with Matt, uh he's our head of marketing. Uh Jeff uh was our first sales rep actually. Uh he joined oh, the company right. very early on. Uh yeah, and he uh actually I was doing sales before we had Jeff. Uh so it was very, very early. Uh and uh, uh yeah, and he's been here you know, was our um uh, you know, very experienced, very very productive, uh, uh, very good sales rep, and uh, and then uh, because he knows our, our customers so well, and so many of the deals he worked uh, worked on as a, as a rep were in, in partnership with, with partners, it's kind of a natural fit for him to uh, to start really uh, building the team and the, the the scaled effort to to grow the partner side.
0: So do you and, and would you sort of recommend using an internal you know as 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 this starts to take shape it sounds like you know deploying a sales resource or a, or a ops resource or a marketing resource however your company is structured someone who kind of knows the existing client base to to basically help build out that program um you know do you yeah do you kind of yeah. see that happen or recommend that yeah
1: again that's kind of the first point but the, the the partner programs that have been successful that I know of have all really been very like they've been built very organically. Like yeah. it's like the in HubSpot's case. Uh, you know, it was it was it was actually an individual rep <laughs> who was like doubling their their, their you know uh, killing their their sales number because they uh, decided on their own uh, volition and got approval to start working with partners who ended up building their uh, yeah, Pete who ended up building their, yeah. their whole a uh, partner team. Uh, and, and that's, that's a common story, I think, for, for these, for companies who, who have, uh, uh, really invested seriously in the partner programs. It kind of starts as this messy organic thing. It kind of starts as this distraction. No one really knows what to, to do with it, but there's this opportunity there. Um, and it just becomes kind of so patently obvious to, uh, as a core part of the company strategy that they kind of figure it out. Rather than, you know, the, the, the partner efforts that I know of that, that, uh, uh, run into more challenges are, are, are you know cases where it's kind of you know a more traditional partner program bolted you know trying to bolt it onto an existing business and it becomes you know may work to a certain extent but it just becomes a, dist- a distraction um, and not as and I think the real disconnect can be it doesn't really fit how the product is meant to be used in the marketplace. Got it. Got you, know, it. you can you can kind of you can go down this rabbit hole potentially where. Uh, you know, you're, you're, um, spend a lot of time and effort trying to develop relationships with, with, uh, channel resellers that really don't bear fruit because, uh, it might, you know, sound, it might get yeah, a first meeting or second meeting, get some interest. But at the end of the day, if, if the, your partner, if their business actually doesn't really benefit, if, it, if you aren't a real part of how they're going to build their business, it's not going to be a meaningful part of how you're going to build your business you know, you, you can't really pay, you can't paper that over. Uh because companies have uh they have better things to do than waste time on your you know your partner right, program right it's really gonna be valuable, right? Um right and, right, right. and 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 uh yeah. And so I think it's like if if you see that, if you see your 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 product becoming uh or your go to market being a core part of how someone else is building their business, like really on the dollars and cents, then uh then I think that there's a there can be real opportunity there, but that you know it's generally a very natural path as you figure it out.
0: Sure, sure, that makes sense. And yeah, the um reference to uh Pete Caputa at HubSpot yeah. for those that don't know, you can just search around and he uh was, you know, an early hire of Mark Robert's their CRO at the time and, and built out that whole channel program. Um yeah.
1: so maybe 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 like
0: to to kinda uh, move to kind of the next pillar or the, the final piece of this. So now you have some scale, you've sort of set this up, you might've hired someone in, um, and, and it's starting to take take shape, um, you know, from a, from a product and, and scale standpoint, how do you guys, uh, or, or maybe walk the the listeners through sort of, how you created your you know you have kind of pantheon ally pantheon partner and pantheon strategic partner like do you recommend the same approaches as you scale like should you always have kind of a menu of reward system and benefit to the to the agency or or partner how do you how do you kind of think about this when you've got a lot of you know flow going through the system
1: yeah you know i, I the, the last thing we really had around this that, that's worked uh, is to build a, a program uh, where the, the relationships are very natural, right, The uh, it, and uh, meaningful. So uh, it turns out our partners really don't care. I mean, some of them do care a bit, but it's really not a mitigating factor, uh, revenue share. It doesn't actually um, – uh, it's, it's not why they're showing up. It's not why they're – yeah, they, they don't care. It's not, not such a, a big deal. Uh, what they do care about is that uh, if they run into any problem, we, we treat them with respect and we, we uh, you know, help them quickly, <laughs> you know, and, and the partners that we work the closest with, you know, that have sent us, you know, and uh, work with us on, on really big projects uh, because they trust us. These, these are, you know, companies where, you know, the the, the, uh, the CEOs and the, the, the founders, like, you know, I, I I know them into, like we're, we're good friends. Like I you know, talk to them about their, their business. We, uh, they said they give me really valuable feedback on, on our business. Uh, we, um, uh, you know, we, you know, there's a, a certain amount of, of, of kind of, um, you know, honest intimacy with, with, uh, with them. And it has to be because we're such a big part of how they're planning to, to build uh, not, not just their careers, but the companies. Uh, uh, you know, strategy is really pinned on, on the success of our, of our company and our technology. Uh, and I think that's, that's what it takes. I think it's, it's more about what kind of relationship you want to have, uh, with, with your partners and how you're going to set up those relationships. You know, I think that the, the, the reality is that, you know, we have 1700 agencies in, uh, are, are using our, using our software in, in, in the program. You know, but it's a, it's a wide range in terms of the size of the agency, uh, and the, the, um, Uh, the amount that they use the, the product. And the, the reason you want to have different tiers is you, you, uh, want to be deliberate about where you're spending your time, uh, and making sure that the relationships are, you're spending the most time with are, uh, are aligned. So that, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, you're both you and they are putting up, uh, as much investment, uh, and, and those things are equal. So, you know the way, the way things have worked, we, ha- we have a we have a self-serve product that is available free to anyone who signs up, and uh, and anyone can just sign up on a website, join our ally program as a, as a website design agency, and then we have another tier where people uh, uh, you know, really start to build a relationship with, with our company, and and uh, we've we've put in a real partnership agreement, uh, and there's real you know uh, they're running paid sites on, on the on the program, and uh, we train them on the product. And then all the way up there, we have we have strategic partners where you know we, we fly out and and you know senior folks from our team show up in their office place you know their, their office and train their entire team on the on the product and start building a long-term relationship with them.
0: Got it, got it. And how, um, do, you, how do you sort of uh, interact with the program? A lot of folks sort of question. All right, now I've got to set up as the CEO how how involved in this are you are you are you sort of keeping in touch with the allies and the partners via email and then the strategic partners you're kind of like meeting them whatever once a quarter or something like what's your advice for a founder on that
1: well, well certainly uh you know our team have a uh have a really structured in a and a process around uh you know the the uh tempo of follow ups with, with agencies and uh instead of regular you know the strategic uh partners they have you know cadence. You know, once a month they're are talking with them, once a quarter they have an in person meeting. Uh for myself, uh uh I I personally love working with partners. I mean we these used to be our, our you know as consultants, these were our our buddies. We've known these folks right, right. for so long. Right. And so there's this and I and I love them I have I've had relationships for, for more than a decade, you know, across multiple companies uh and uh and the the partners we uh work with the the uh the most are you know we we've uh are a lot of them are some of our earliest users of the product you know we we work with now with them for three or four years uh and you know they they know that they'll come to the office and they'll have the team by name and and everyone in their company knows the the name of their agency and knows are principles uh and yeah and so you know for me like, any any time like it, it you know, I'm, I can be a little annoying because, uh, you know, I, I uh, <laughs> like to show up at these meetings. I like to give demos. I like to, you know, I really it's really enjoyable for me and, and exciting for me because, yeah, you know, they're they're, they're uh, uh, it really change. You know, the, the software that we're providing really changes the way they uh, they do their business. And for individuals who had to you know manage all the stuff themselves, uh, it changes their lives. Like it gets them out of, uh, you know. That there's usually at the agencies there's this one poor person who's responsible for managing all this DevOps stuff who you know is is three in the morning uh, getting called or like over Thanksgiving things blew up and they had to like drop their their plans to to fix all this stuff um, and when we can get people out of that it's 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 really really rewarding uh, so uh, uh, we you know it, it's 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 fun to um, yeah, it's really fun to have those meetings. And then uh,
0: maybe the negative side of partner programs, how do you deal with, um, I'm sure, I'm sure there are a lot of folks who obviously, uh, you know, are are super happy and excited to work with you guys. But at some point there have probably been bumps along the road and people who either, you know, abuse abuse the product or abuse your team or whatever um, sort of, what? How, how do you guys set guideposts or benchmarks on the partner program, and and sort of how do people
1: get like fired, let's say, for a for a kind of hypothetical? Totally, and it's totally a part of the and it's a real challenge to the you know, the business. Uh, so I think part of this is having a very and really investing in your support and customer success, and in the the team and the process and – their philosophy on how they work with customers. And it's, it's you know, a lot of it's really just a customer it's a, it's just a you know, if something's broken on a on a website and it's not clear to the agency whether it's their issue or our issue, how you handle that situation in a, you know, for us it's incredibly important. I think it's one of our biggest challenges as a company is really being good at handling those kind of situations. So that's a big that's a big piece of it. And uh, but the other piece I think that, that people don't think about enough but I think is the killer for relationships with with partners is uh, how you work together uh, presenting a unified go-to-market or a unified case to a customer. If you are all in competition with your agency partner, you know, you're you're, going to raise their ire. They're going to be honestly pissed at you if you compete with them for for their business Uh, and then try to partner with them. You know, and we've seen this a lot in the marketplace. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, it's some of our competitors. There, a lot of the business overlaps with the agencies they try to partner with, and so it, it really generates ill will uh, when uh, you know you're, you're one one day you're partnering with, with with a company, and the next day they're literally going after your business. Uh, but there, you know, it can be little tactful things about how they're treated. You know, and, you know, do you. Uh, take the time to understand their business and help position their business well, and you know uh, have a good work relationship that that where you know they trust you and you trust them so that you can have an honest conversation with a client about who 's going to do what and how things are going get how things are going to be run to make the client successful uh, and that that's that's really hard to manage you know I think that you know sales sales teams uh, need to be aggressive they need to hit their quotas they need to be kind of the operators in their own world. But they also to to add this extra layer of tact to work with partners who come from all different backgrounds, all different industries. Most of them maybe you know don't have any sales training themselves and have their own prerogatives. That's that's a big challenge. And and, uh, you know for us, it's it's again it's like working with sales. It's hiring sales folks and having a philosophy on a sales side that's worked out really well for us, where they they uh, they understand how important partners are to our business. They know them personally they know how to work with them and they they uh are uh tactful and respectful in in their interactions
0: got it and will you got like will you guys actually um you know kind of is there is there a concept of active churn here like are, is your team watching out for those things ensuring you have them dialed in correctly and then if there is a mismatch you'll actually say hey look maybe this isn't you know Uh, let's say they're a, they're a Pantheon partner or a Pantheon strategic partner, they'll, they'll actually sort of work to remove them from the program if it's not a fit. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think we would be actually, uh, I don't think we, we were lucky enough. We, We never had actually fire an agency from a program. You know, we, we, uh, have had relationships that, you know, started and, uh, became less, you know, uh, that their company went in a different strategic direction or did you know, things, the relationship didn't work out how we, we both hoped. And so they're, they're We work with them less, but we have never, we've yet to have to be like, sorry, we're not gonna work with you anymore. You can't use the software that hasn't, not going that hasn't happened yet. Uh, but, um, we, uh, uh, you know, we, it, it, it's every company who you partner with, uh, managing that one relationship is a lot of work, you know, and takes a, it's not just something you do once and then it works forever. <laughs> it's like you're constantly right, investing right. in that relationship. Um, and, and that's, uh, you know, that, that it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to find folks who are good at that. It's, uh, and it's hard to, you know, on the other side of the, the picture, the, the, there's, I mean, maybe turnover on, on the agency side. So the people you're working with over there might change. And so, um, you know, that, that's, it's a lot of the the challenge, I think, of building a a partner program that's actually gonna gonna be um, contribute to your to your business is is building and maintaining those relationships, and, there, and there's no like there's no getting around that. You can't fix that with software. Like that's always right, right
0: right. Um, right,
1: right. How do you
0: uh, uh, maybe uh, so sort of last two questions um, that that came from some folks on the audience side? Do you do you feel that sort of Pantheon's ability to train new partners is greater than utilizing your existing partner network for training. I know folks like HubSpot and some others actually use the the agency partners to train and sort of work with new partners. I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that.
1: Well, I, well, I think it's super smart of HubSpot and something we would love to learn how to do. Uh, you know, our biggest challenge right now is we have uh you know thousands of agencies who are who are on the platform who are trying the product uh uh but- it, as I said earlier, but getting them to a place where you know their their developers on staff wake up in the morning get a coffee and start using pantheon <laughs> and they trust the the platform got it yeah, yeah. It and they're standardized on it that is a that's a huge leap and takes a lot of time and you know, if, if we invest, that's, that's where we invest in the most in, a, in our entire partner effort is getting good at that. You're getting good at, got uh, it, got uh, it. Uh, building that relationship from the beginning, getting them trained and enabled, uh, and successful and supported uh, on the product. Like that, that's the nut for us to crack. And, you know, we, we have that You know, the, the agencies. You know, it's, it, the, the business we have from agencies comes from, uh, firms where that, that is absolutely the case you know they're they standardized their their entire workflow of how they build sites and the business on on the platform uh and uh, learning how to replicate that and skill that is exactly what the partner partner is set up to do
0: got it got it um, do you uh this is another audience question how do you, how do you guys think about a lot of folks sort of take this approach of bringing partners together for a single day you know kind of like a conference or a um, user group session to to both meet other partners but then inform um you know your own product development or your own sales development have you guys sort of thought about that or what would what would kind of be your advice outside of obviously you got to have the resources to do it yeah, yeah
1: we we, have, we don't yet have a user or partner conference but it's something we we will do at some point in the future um, we'd love to do it uh we've done summits like day day long summits um around events uh, but what we do know is that FaceTime really matters to partners. Like if, if an agency is going to build their, their, and trust their business to Pantheon, uh, they need to know who we are. <laughs> they need to have a real relationship with us. And so we use any, any excuse we can to ha- to have agencies go over to our office or to visit agencies when we're in town, uh, or, uh, around events, uh, to build in-person relationships. I mean, the, the agencies we work with the, the, the most, Again, it's like we bring them in the office. everyone knows who they are. and they, they they know everyone on our 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 customer success and most of our engineers and a lot of our sales our sales folks. And so, um, we are big believers in investing in in that investing in FaceTime.
0: Got it. And that's, and and of all the things. I mean, maybe yeah, just to, just to transition sort of. Um, yeah. You know, ha, what what are some of the? You've obviously had thousands of. Um, partners come through the system, you've learned a ton over five years, if you could kind of bottle it up um, and and just close on sort of what, it, what do you think are the three or four, you know, biggest things to impart to, to someone who's thinking about this?
1: Yeah. To, to sum that's it up. A very
0: I know that's a very heavy question. No,
1: t- totally. Yeah. I'll try, I'll try to sum it up <laughs> so if possible. I, and just repeating myself. But I, I think the, the first thing is partner programs work, when your, your software and your business is an honest part of how they're going to build their business, right? It is not, it's not nice to have. You have to be a integral part of how they're, uh, they're servicing their end customers. Uh, and for, for us, we, you know, we, we discover, and you, you want to s- discover that as an, ideally as a kind of natural outgrowth, uh, of how your product is being consumed and, and, and being adopted in, in the marketplace, and it's a really powerful way i think to to uh set a foundation for a partner program and and then if you once you have that in place you know I, I wouldn't uh in terms of focusing investments, I would focus investments on the areas that are actually going to make the, the the agency successful like that, that, that could simplify everything you you can get out of so much complexity in terms of what level of partner programs and pricing and this thing and that marketing collateral, and this thing and that thing. It can just solve. Like if you actually can just uh, make them successful, <laughs> so that the next time they're in the room with the, the client, there's a good reason for them to bring you up in that conversation and and uh, honestly uh, convince that customer to do business with you as well, uh, or that you're a big part of how their um, their their business is built. Uh, and and you know if you have if you have that in place, everything else becomes so much. More clear uh in in terms of uh how, how you can go about actually scaling that effort. Uh,
0: cool. That is extremely helpful. Um and I think more than enough for the audience, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Um yeah, and, uh, Thanks again, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, Mike. Uh happy to do it and yeah, thanks for doing this and I'm I'm excited to get this out there. I just died in your own.